When you are building something no one has ever seen, something no one has ever imagined, who can you turn to for help? The answer is the other people who are facing the same issues you are. Those product inventing, boundary pushing, design obsessed folks who are just like you. Welcome to AWS Startup Stories. I'm Michelle Kung. And I'm Michael Copeland. What follows are the tools that work, the leadership practices that make a difference, and the lessons you only learn by building a company. And one more thing, what startup jockeys do with a very rare item, their downtime. So let's get to it. Tool, practice, lesson, and something to do when you aren't neck deep in code. Welcome to AWS Startup Stories. I'm here with Mikal Abdullah, CEO and co-founder of 8 Securities. Thank you. Mikal, tell us what 8 Securities does. I know you guys are in the fintech space. You're based here in Hong Kong and Japan. You just closed a big round with Nomura Securities. So what do you guys do? Yeah, so we are in the business of offering mobile investing to millennials. It's that simple. So 100% mobile, young clients, that's our sweet spot. You worked at E-Trade, you and your co-founder. Um, is this your first startup that you've founded yourself? It is, and hopefully hopefully the last. <laughs> uh, because it's funny, in hindsight, there's no way I would do this again. Uh-huh. Certainly not in this space. Right. Well, it's going well, and let's we'll get into that um, in these questions. So let's start. Give us a tool that you use on a regular basis. Okay. This is a bit unconventional, but startups are stressful. Very, very stressful. And I have five kids. And five kids That's is extremely kids. stressful too. But I have to say, to just get grounded and get my head out of work, which isn't always easy to do, it's just time with the kids. A board game with the kids re-energizes me. So it is something, a bit unconventional, but something I do to just take a breath and and ground myself. That's great. And, you know, kids have a way of, like you say, taking your head out of yourself or something like that. And because, uh, you know, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. And they just <laughs> want you. So that's great. <laughs> a leadership practice or routine? So I think one thing that I preach to the team, um, and I'm going to talk about qualities, it's two qualities I love in people. And when I hire and when I think about leadership, I think number one is being self-directed. Myself and my team, they've got to be self-directed, not the kind of people that come to the office and want to be told what to do day to day, number one. Number two, you have to be comfortable taking risks. And while that sounds very easy from a sort of US vantage point, that's not so easy for most Asian people to do. People just aren't brought up that way. So self-directed, take risks. And the reason for that is our competitive advantage, I think, is speed. That's all it is, is we can do things 10 times faster than the bank. But in doing that, we're going to make mistakes, we're going to break things, and in order to sort of do that, you just have to be accepting that those things are going to happen. How can you, especially if you're hiring here in Hong Kong or or Japan, in Asia, how can you filter for that, especially the risk-taking part? Um, Self-directed, you know, maybe that's hard to sort of spot up front too, but how do you filter for both those things? I think you can put hypotheticals to people, but in addition to that, I think also looking at their experience. I mean, you can tell from the risks people have taken in their careers. I think the fact that they even come talk to a startup right. in Asia is almost a filter in and of itself that, you know what, they're willing to take a risk because they're here talking to me. Right. That raises a good question. Like, how did you start at the beginning? How were you able to hire people? It was so hard, and it was and, and it was such a big difference between the U.S. So I was very naive when I I'm still naive, but ultra naive when I started the business. And naive in the sense that I would be able to hire people on the promise of equity in the company. You take a lower salary, I'll give you equity. 
didn't work that way. I found that out pretty quick in Asia and Hong Kong in particular. People weren't going to leave their bank for less money. And part of that is just an expensive city. Yep. So it's practical. But number two, really people at the time just did not value equity. And I'd still say it's certainly undervalued compared to the US. So I think for us, it was just the promise of a very, very different environment. You don't have to put a suit on every day. I was going to say, you're not wearing a suit. I never wear a suit. No, that's the, that's 90% of the reason I started this. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's a good reason, I guess. <laughs> a lesson learned. It could be a lesson that uh, was a hard lesson to learn or a, a lesson that wasn't so hard. I think the lesson learned is persistence. It's persistence. And I think across every dimension of the business, I think... When we talk about agile businesses, we talk about iteration, I think often people are too quick to completely change direction. And sometimes it just takes persistence because a startup takes time. This notion that you're gonna have a miracle in one or two years, it just, it really doesn't happen. Right. I, I completely subscribe to the idea it takes 10 years to build a serious business. So I think persistence and patience are critical, critical, to, to people because if you are too quick to change direction, you just may hit a wall. I would agree with this. You know, there is the pivot term that everyone throws out there and, and it sounds so easy. And I, one, I don't think it's easy to pivot. And, and, and two, it's, it happens too often, like you say. Yeah. Finally, what are you binging? Clearly, like you, between running this company <laughs> and five kids, you, you've got vast amounts of free time, I'm sure. Exactly. So, no, I mean, there's, there's not a ton of time, but I also don't sleep. I'm an insomniac. So binging is okay. <laughs> I think that the thing I'm really into right now is a new show called Snowfall. I don't know. I like movies about gangs and drugs for whatever reason. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, I find it very, a lot of business lessons can be learned, I guess, the yes. hard way. Uh, but really into that right now. And Snowfall's about what? So it's about uh, inner city in LA and sort of touches on all aspects of the drug trade from the, the producers uh, all the way to the dealers. And it sort of wraps it all into one very compelling story. So a little, yeah, again, a little unconventional. I like but, it. You know, but, but like when you're it. playing board games with your kids, you need you need to go that far sometimes. I hear you. you need this that. is the opposite of that. Yes. Well, let's recap. So uh, a tool, your five kids, spending time with them to get yourself out of your head. I don't think we can borrow your five kids, but we can sort of take the same approach. A leadership practice routine, um, two things. Find self-directed people and find people who will take risks. Yes. And I think this is a great point that it's not so easy, especially in places like Hong Kong and, and Asia in particular. A lesson learned is persistence, um, which you certainly have persisted and uh, have done incredibly well. Um, and finally, some gangster LA snowfall it's could never hurt. Absolutely. Watch it. <laughs> Mikhail Abdullah, CEO and co-founder of 8 Securities. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Do us a favor and leave us a review. And if you know someone who we should have on the show, or maybe it's you, reach out to us at startupstories@amazon.com, And subscribe to AWS Startup Stories wherever you get your podcasts. 